Welcome to Recently Logged, where I shoved an anime down Robbie's throat and he actually liked it. Uh, hello everyone. Hi. Welcome to uh, Recently Logged. We already again. said that. Yeah, we've said it again. <laughs> um, Good job. Yeah, today's episode may be a little bit later late we are, yeah we are recording a little later oh, i mean it'll probably only come out like two or three hours late but still yeah yeah uh today we are talking about a tv show i think we already said maybe uh, i mean kind of yeah you said an anime it could be uh, a movie who knows like uh, that's true <laughs> no so, one yeah, knows. today we're talking about a tv show we uh we already technically did a tv show if you consider wandavision uh but this is the true like tv show yeah, we're this doing is like gonna have multiple yeah. seasons yeah. it's not a limited series this is the first time we've ever done one on the show yeah it's on, good. The, on the pod it's gonna be interesting um we've we, we like when we started season three we were like yeah we're gonna do tv shows and then we just didn't for like the first <laughs> yeah. nine episodes unless you count like wandavision well again. i mean there there are a lot of there are a lot more watching hours than a movie is right oh. we usually just try and watch a movie once or twice uh if we haven't like if we haven't seen it before we'll try and watch it two times at least um and if we've seen it like a million times we just watch it before <laughs> yeah, we, we just watch it right before but uh yeah this is a lot more uh, watching hours yeah i think this was like 10 hours to get through the show yeah, i was about to say i've put like two working days or probably close to three working days <laughs> this week into uh this one episode so and i watched it twice <laughs> let's let's hope it goes let's hope it goes over well <laughs> so yeah uh let's just get into the the basic facts about demon slayer First off, I'd like to apologize to any Japanese viewers. Oh yes, because uh, while I have started to learn Japanese, I'm doing like I'm just doing a Duolingo course. Uh, <laughs> I am really not going to do so hot at pronouncing this stuff. I'd like to apologize to any viewers, actually. And uh, yeah, I, I apologize. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the show we are talking about today is Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaba. I think is how you say it I I, i'm not sure <laughs> uh it is a 2019 show Indeed. Uh, it's rated tv mature <gasps> it is 624 minutes oh my goodness it's <laughs> a lot of minutes <laughs> yeah the main cast is um man <laughs> you think i should attempt the main cast sure just try it there are only four of them just try it uh, out see how it goes natsuki i don't know how to say his last name honestly hanane or something or no there's no there's not two ends i have no idea uh and then akira kito Koto. cool name uh hiro shimono uh-huh i mean there's really only like one way you can pronounce that yeah yoshisugu <laughs> mashisuka <laughs> or matsushuka i think I don't know. <laughs> yes. Again, really sorry. Yes. You can check the... Uh, yes, I was about to say, they're in the episode description uh, and also on Letterboxd. But those are really. the main voice actors yeah. for the show, not the English dub, of course, because that's... What English dub? Like? No English dub. <laughs> uh, apparently it won some anime awards. I mean, that's not surprising. It won. The Crunchyroll Anime Awards. <laughs> yes, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. I thought, this was, I thought it was on Funimation, not Crunchyroll. They're, they're the same company now. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but it's on both, by the way. Oh. It's not a... It's not a 
Funimation anime. Well, yeah, it's a U- UFO table or whatever it is. Uh, but it won show. Best Fight Scene and Ooh. Anime of the Year. Oh, uh, that's not surprising. And uh, and Best Boy. <laughs> Best Boy. <laughs> Can't believe that's a category. But then again, these are the Crunchyroll Awards. The Crunchyroll Awards. It was nominated for Best Protagonist, Best Girl, Best Animation, <laughs> Best Score. Well, there you go. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it got some acclaim at the Crunchyroll Awards. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a huge anime of the year. It came. Did out. it get any like Golden Globe mon- uh, nominations or anything? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there are twenty six episodes total. Yes, that is true. And I can confirm that each of them are about twenty three minutes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are the basic facts. Uh, again, sorry to the voice actors. <laughs> They did a great job, by the way. No, they did an amazing job. I I still can't believe that people watch the dub. (laughs) Anyway, let's get into our basic thoughts. Yes, indeed. Alrighty, well, one might ask, what did I think of Demon Slayer? I'm not going to try and pronounce the full title, (laughs) because I know even less about Japanese than you do. Yeah. Um, What did I think about it? Well... Having just finished it, like, a few hours ago, well, I guess more than a few, but uh, last night, um, I kind of have kind of a mixed feeling about it. I don't know why. Um, This is the first anime, like, season that I've ever watched all the way through. Um, Most of the time when I see anime, it's usually a movie and not a show. I just haven't really gotten... It's pretty much just Ghibli. Yeah, I was about to say, pretty much all of my anime experiences from Ghibli. Um, But uh, seeing... uh, Like, none of the... Another anime show hasn't really, like, hooked me in enough that I would want to see a whole season, you know? I mean, besides, like, Death Note, which we're in the middle of right now, which I feel like we've mentioned before. Yeah. Um, But I really enjoyed this. Uh, I mean, big surprise, I liked one of the most popular, uh, anime, <laughs> like, to come out in the past couple years. Um, so, I mean, I, I should have guessed by its popularity, but it's <laughs> a pretty digestible show. Yeah. Um, which it is. It's a, it's a fun show to watch. Um, the animation is really cool. I, I feel like that's, I feel like most people who have even seen one episode will say that, um, <laughs> They incorporate 3D and with the 2D in a v- pretty interesting and effective way. Yeah. Um, it, it doesn't pull you out like it would in a lot of other contexts. Right. <laughs> um, actually, the landscape shots where they use 3D are pretty dope. Um, the fight choreography for most of the action scenes is like surprisingly good and i don't know if you heard the discord notification uh, he didn't silence his cell phone no i didn't <laughs> getting discord notifications. in the studio getting discord notifications i don't know how i feel about that um <laughs> but anyway yes the choreography very good um not to mention the cinematography too i mentioned that the animation looked nice but like all of the shot compositions are really nice as well <laughs> um Outside of just a visual, uh, it has a really compelling, uh, like, start to the show. Like, a really a really good premise for a show. Yeah. Um, and the main character is suited to the world that, like, he's placed in very, very, very well. And I have a feeling that's, like, the main reason the show works as well as it does. Um, it's basically 
I, I know this is kind of a weird analogy, but I said he was like a Paddington protagonist, where he just does no I mean, wrong. Yeah, he's like the like moral. Said, he's like you, the moral compass for the entire. If you've seen both, it yeah. does make sense. Yeah, no, I'm just saying like <laughs> it's one of those protagonists where he just always does the right thing, even though he's in kind of a messed up world. Yeah, he, he that's the yeah. he, he's kind and polite, and even though the world's <laughs> not right, it gets a little better. Exactly, that that's more what I'm going for, um, which is like i said a nice contrast to the the universe they stick him in <laughs> um but i don't know uh, what else to mention i mean like i said the voice cast is really good um i have a couple weird complaints about some of the pacing uh in some of the episodes and a couple of the characters can be annoying at times but other than <laughs> that it's it's a lot it's a lot better than most uh a- other anime like shows that I've tuned into you've seen like for a couple episodes a couple episodes yeah, of like yeah. three anime. I I'm not speaking from a lot of experience here but I, I uh, enjoyed it more than those and I and, I, and uh, just a little side note I forgot to mention this I think because like IMDb didn't have it listed as like anything like they didn't have any cast uh, I mean not cast crew listed on there mm-hmm. but uh Haro uh Sotozaki I think is how you say his name is mm-hmm. the main director for the series he direct he has a directing credit on all 26 episodes mm-hmm. so um yeah shout out to him there are a mm-hmm. lot of directors pretty much a director for each different episode yeah I was about to say <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't list the directors in the episode description because there's like so many of them but uh he he has um like a directing credit for all 26 yeah. well there you go uh, well, I guess I guess that basically sums up my thoughts on it. Uh, what, right. do, what do you say, Micah? What do I think of Demon Slayer? Uh-huh. Um, you know, Demon Slayer is honestly probably one of the best anime I've watched. I've watched a, a decent amount of anime. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself like an expert on the topic, no. but I have seen quite a few of especially the more popular anime. And uh, Demon Slayer probably is, I would call, the most visually interesting of any anime I've seen. And I know that's, that's like, there's a lot of really nice-looking anime out there, but I love their use of colors in the show so much, and their use of, like, their 3D and stylized art works really well. I really like the main character. I really like... Um, some of the side characters characters. uh there is a character and we'll get to him he very much annoys me but you know he isn't in the show that much uh but no i really like the world that they build and the world building that they have and how it kind of immerses you into this as they get more deep into it and then kind of pulls you out and every once in a while to be like hey this is like like not normal (laughs) If that makes sense at all, I mean sure. that kind of makes sense if you've seen the show, but without the without the show context, like that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. It gets <laughs> it gets a really good job of investing you into the individual little arc things yes. that they have, and then pulling you back out to kind of breathe for a minute. Yes. And I don't know. I think I think it's pretty decently well paced throughout. I love the action. The voice acting is really good. The character design is great. Yeah, and, I didn't even um, mention the character design. Like the costume design and character design is fantastic in this. I think I like. I just I really enjoy it. That's that's what I'll that's what I'll leave that with. Well, there you go. <laughs> 
uh, I guess we'll go ahead and get into the the main discussion now. Then, yeah. since they know what we think, Micah, they know all. They that know we our think. thoughts. <laughs> all right. So, uh, do, do you have a good question to kick us off with, Micah? Good question. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so you know, since this is a TV show, you know, let's shake it up a little. It bit. is. It is indeed a TV show. Uh, Micah. What is your favorite episode? <laughs> which um it's actually kind of funny because if you go on letterboxd uh, and look at the reviews for this on letterboxd like everything has like the same episode cited as the best episode i mean it's because it is the best episode <laughs> uh, like honestly if you just chopped out uh that episode and just like i mean it would lose a lot without the context of the show but it would still be fantastic <laughs> like if you were just to pluck that out of the show and just watch that um yeah, uh, episode 19 is the one we're talking about. It's it's really, really good. Yeah, episode 19 is kind of like the culmination of one of the big battles, I would say the biggest battle of the first season. Um, yeah. And like, they, yeah, and I don't know, it's a really, it's a really good episode. Um, <laughs> it's a really good episode. I think I would probably cite it as the best episode and probably my favorite, but I hate saying that. Like, I'm <laughs> trying, everyone says that. I'm trying to think of like another episode that I thought was like really good. Obviously, I um, mean, I, I, if if I had to pick another one, I would probably cite like episode 17 or something as like my favorite. But... Yeah, episode 17 was really good. Um, but like, it, it would be between 17 and 19. Um, dang, what am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> I would say that that whole mount, like the mountain stuff, was probably my favorite section of favorite the whole part. series, or at least the whole season. I, I was about say. to say the, the whole series. series. Isn't out yet. Mike is speaking for the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when they're gonna release season two. Uh, I saw a trailer for it while I was getting the art for this. I think it said it would release sometime this year. Ooh, nice. So, <laughs> um, hmm. Like, yeah, I'm not sure there are really, like, that many standout episodes. I yeah. liked, um... I mean, like, um, the mansion one is really good. Which mansion one? They go to a lot of mansions. Okay, well, the one where, uh, he's fighting in the rotating room, where they first introduce, uh, the boarhead guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's also where they introduce the orange guy, too. Yeah, Zetsu and... <laughs> Uh, Inosuke. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the orange guy and the boar guy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think I think that's a pretty fair, like, I'd say that was good. I would say I really liked... That'd um, probably be my top three, actually. I like the episodes, not when they're fighting uh, the demons, when they first get to the one town, like, I think it's Tanjiro's... Wait, which first, town? The beginning? First mission, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is his first mission. Um, whatever whatever one is uh, the one where he runs into um, the doctor and... Oh, no, that's the second one, I think? Yeah, because I, yeah. I know Inosuke and Zetsu aren't there yet. But, yeah, I, I don't remember. <laughs> I really like that series of episodes, though. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know. It it lacked a bit more. It lacked a bit of the oomph that the mountain one has. Like a lot of the pacing of it. 
in the fights anyway. And you know, and you know, this time through, I didn't, I didn't like it as much like the first time I watched it. And like I said, I watched through the show twice. Yeah, I liked the little aftermath episodes a lot more, like the the rehabilitation training episodes. I I was really, I rather enjoyed this time around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd say that was. The, it's a pretty fair runaround of that question. Uh, what about you? Do you have a question? Um, what to I <laughs> what to ask as a question for this show? Um, what did you think of? Like, I mean, we've already talked about the general aesthetic of it, but what did you think of like the costume design in the actual show? Because I think it's actually. I, I mean, I haven't watched that many anime. Uh, like shows anyway uh yeah i mean anime is it's, is pretty notorious for having really like extravagant character design and costume design yeah. for each individual character and you know i would say this does that as well but i but i like how like how they go about doing it because this is set in the quote-unquote real world like yes. it's not it's not like obviously the real world but like it's set in 19th century japan actually um, I was gonna. The only reason I bring this up is because like, the twelve um, uh, like uh, highest ranking guys. Crap, in the, I, I don't remember their. I title. remembered their name and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the title for that group, but the the twelve people at the end of the show uh, that are the highest uh, ranking uh, swords people in uh, the Demon Slayer core. Hashira. Yeah. The twelve Hashira. I thought there, like, I, it just, it just felt, it felt a little field. Good job. Uh, <laughs> it felt a little like out of place. I don't know why. Like their designs and costumes, but I don't know. Like, could it, it could just be that since we're with lower ranking uh, Demon Slayer members, they might just not have as gaudy of wear. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that's, I think that's really how it is. And I feel like it's like that for a lot of anime, like as like the characters themselves get more powerful and everything, they usually fall more into their aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I think, I think like, I don't know. Cause like, I, it's, it's not really, it's not like a criticism or anything. I just thought it was something. The, the Hashira are interesting because like they break them down into like their own like little <laughs> categories of what they are. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's fine. I think it's kind of just a typical like anime thing to kind of make your characters very over the top in one specific thing. <laughs> so like getting everything to go with that, both their personality and their clothing and everything. Yeah. And with that, I think they all look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, um, I just thought, I just thought about mentioning it though, because like everyone looks pretty normal in the show, like including the boar-headed guy. <laughs> um, but like they, they just stand, they just stood out in my mind, like as. But yeah, I was actually gonna mention. Um, I really like the costuming for like the main four. Like, I, I like how much it's, like, very simple, but also very unique for each character. Seems, it seems pretty iconic, Micah. Right? Like, like, just all of the looks are, like, really, like, you're like, dang, it's that character. Even uh, even Zetsu, which I, I hate him. <laughs> um, I really like his look with all of, like, the yellow and everything, and I think his sword looks awesome. Um And, and yeah, I think, I think that's interesting, too, because... Um, like, each of their sword kind of, like, plays into their own aesthetic, which kind of makes me wonder, 
like with like the Hashira. Um, like, <laughs> when did they choose their whole aesthetic? Yeah, <laughs> that really. they have these really unique swords. <laughs> I mean, the sword, the sword design in this. I'm a sucker for a cool sword. Right now, the swords in this are awesome. Very cool. <laughs> There's a question. What? What's your favorite sword? I was thinking about asking that, but then I didn't know what my answer would be. <laughs> I, I think I, I think I have a tie between like okay. my two favorite sword designs. Are you gonna say the the flower sword? Uh. The butterfly. Sword. The but okay, yes, but it, it has like a flower on it. Uh, yes, the the butterfly flower insect sword or whatever you call it. I think it's a really cool design. I think it's cool because like, if you've seen it, it has like the tip of what would be the sword blade, and then it dips down and has like no blade all the way through, and then picks up right at the end, and it's just a really cool looking sword, and it's used by uh, one of my like favorite, like. <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't know what you'd call her. What? Besides, like, I guess just a Hashira, like, like, I mean, side like, character. Yeah, I don't she's know. a side character. Like, one of the main adult <laughs> side characters. She's one of my favorites. And um, I really like the way she uses her sword uh, when she doesn't really have the strength of a lot of the other characters. You know, it, if I if I had, didn't watch this with you, I would have been like that would have been that would be Micah's favorite. <laughs> wow, and then my like tied for that would probably be Inosuke's uh, swords, and I don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Inosuke's swords, <laughs> like I, like the little ridges in them and everything, and like the fact that he just like wraps them up. I think it looks really cool and fits his aesthetic very well. <laughs> but then again, Inosuke is like my third favorite character <laughs> yeah probably same because so, like tanjiro nesco yeah i was about to say tanjiro nesco in a pretty pretty um, simple yeah ranking speaking of which i was actually going to ask um, yes what is your favorite character wow <laughs> but i'm I guessing mean, tanjiro yeah i mean like if we're if we're not talking tanjiro it's or, or netsuko because those, Cause are, those are like yeah, yeah those are like the main characters uh i'd probably go in Esco, just because like yeah i don't know i'm trying to think like like Inosuke is like or Inosuke, of, yes. Inosuke wow. is like one of the only like because there are really only four characters they give a lot of yeah. time in the show, and Zetsuo is like really annoying. Um, he's that character that we were mentioning earlier, <laughs> and I actually want to talk about him more a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but like Inosuke, uh, like works really well with Tanjiro as a character. I was about to say I would have taken a show with just the two of them. Like, yeah, just same. Walking like, around. Like even if Nesco wasn't there, and even <laughs> especially if Sensu wasn't there. Wow. Uh, like they they just have really good chemistry as a team, and like the way they like are. They got a good dynamic. Like the way they're different from each other, and the way they play off of each other, and essentially make each other better in battle, especially. Uh, really works well and is really interesting to watch yeah and in terms of characters who yell a lot <laughs> in this case really not that bad it's true uh, he and usually he only yells like when he's about to kill somebody <laughs> which i mean that happens pretty often <laughs> uh but yeah what do you what do you think what do you think of what do i of think? legendary zetsu <laughs> hmm just as a character? Yeah, like, as, like, overall character. Honestly, like, 
I didn't like him very much at the beginning, but honestly, like I don't mind him. I don't mind his existence in the show. I don't I don't really get why they felt the need to put him in the show, but like I'm I I enjoy his singular episode like I said episode 17, the one where yeah. he pretty much uh dies. Uh <laughs> is one of my favorite episodes in the show. Um, but like him outside of that episode, I just, he's, he's kind of annoying. <laughs> yeah. What kills me about that episode though, is like, he's really annoying. And I mentioned this of course to you while we were watching the show, like he's mm. really annoying when he comes in and you know, it's all based around the fact like as a character, he's like, he's always whiny and scared because he like hates himself and he doesn't think he's good mm -hmm. enough to do anything. So that like that's the root of his character and they get to that in episode 17. Exactly. And you know, he he ends up I feel like he was like going to grow. And I know they're not going to completely like 180 a character. That's not really how no. character growth works. <laughs> but like after he does like this big like really cool thing, has this series of flashbacks, fights this demon, almost dies, but like ends up like staying alive. <laughs> uh like he does all of this and then when he comes back because like it just kind of cuts off after that because he's not with Tanjiro so he's not yeah. really the main focus of what's happening um and when he comes back in like the hospital and everything he's even more annoying <laughs> like I don't know like I hate like like I would I would cite probably my least favorite scene in the whole show <laughs> is that scene um when he comes to do the rehabilitation training for the first time <laughs> i hate that scene so much and i'm like oh my gosh they like turned up his yelling and annoyingness even more how did they manage <laughs> and i don't know it, it kind of bothers me because like yeah i i agree like after episode 17 like you know you kind of get a feel for his character exactly and you're like yeah and he's not the worst of the worst he's just kind of annoying sometimes <laughs> But then he comes back and he's even more annoying. <laughs> I don't know. I I I don't know. I, like he didn't bother me as much after like after they get added some depth, if you will, to his character. Yeah. I didn't I didn't find him as annoying, but like yeah, he's he's a little annoying-ish in the final like half or not half, like final third of the show. Yeah, and, like, if you haven't watched the show, by the way, <laughs> he's annoying because he yells and whines about literally everything. <laughs> like, he just yells. I don't think there, there are, like, five lines from him that aren't yelling. <laughs> and it's either when he's, like, super serious or he's about to yell. <laughs> Oof. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I think I think that's the most, like weird character of the show and you know you mentioned like why they put him in there and again uh, like i think a lot of it goes back to this is obviously like an adaptation from a manga yeah so which it... i mean uh, sorry to cut you off but like the two side characters quote unquote do serve as interesting foils for uh the main character yeah I was just gonna. I was gonna say though yeah. um, that I think characters like that work a lot better in manga form. Yeah, especially when they're not actually like uh, audibly yelling oh, at yes. all the time. I was about to say in manga, I probably wouldn't actually have that much like to say about him. Like, yeah, he's a, a pretty cool character, actually. Yeah, 
but like because it's an anime and you have to listen to him yell, <laughs> like he just gets really annoying yeah and like when when you're in like a book form you can handle it a lot better too um like with individual details with how he's delivering the lines and everything yeah yeah um but yeah, I just wanted to to mention his character because he was definitely like a standout of the show. I mean, he's actually a pretty interesting like character, one of the most interesting in the show. But like, yeah, he's he like he's an interesting character on paper. But he's still in, in the show. Like in the show, I'm like, okay, I kind of want him to go away though. You know, <laughs> like like yeah, like when they when they ditch him on the mountain, I was like, ah. Uh... Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> I mean, like, Inosuke's still yelling, but, like, that's different. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, do you have a question? Because that was, that was my question about uh, Zetsu. Um, I don't know if I actually have another question. Dude, I'm assuming... I, I thought I saw you pull up a list earlier. I'm assuming that... Yeah, I was trying to put together kind of a list of questions. Okay. Because TV shows... Well, then just just pull another one off. TV mind. shows are a little harder to yeah. talk about I was about to say, like, we're used to talking about movies, and this is, like, a whole lot longer than a movie. <laughs> um, I was going to ask what your least favorite episode of the show was. <laughs> One that I'll probably like skip in the future. Yeah, one that you would probably try to avoid on a rewatch. Um. Hmm. Do you already have an answer? Let me look at the. Let me look at the show. Uh, um. Episode listing. <laughs> kind of, but it kind of is interesting because the episode that I would pr- maybe skip would be like leading into <laughs> the like the mansion fight where they fir- first meet Zetsu. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a filler episode, and you just kind of have Zetsu, like, accosting a woman <laughs> yeah. who's engaged to somebody. And, yeah, I, like, like there's pretty much nothing about that episode that I like. Um, I mean, I could see that. But, like, again, it's not, like, aggressively awful. Um, um Thing. I really do like the first few episodes in this show. No, the first few good. episodes kick this off so nicely. And that's actually one thing I wanted to mention. I forgot about it. I thought about it while I was <laughs> okay, watching Okay, well, while I'm looking for at yeah, least while, favorite. Yeah, while, you, while you're looking for at least favorite. Is that, um, like, the way this show starts off, it stays, like, very serious in tone. And, like, I really I really liked the seriousness of tone. Uh, as, as I mentioned at the beginning, it is a TV mature show. And it's really, really violent. Oh, yeah. And yes. Um, there's a lot of blood and a lot of gore and a lot of, like, dark things happen in the show. And I really liked that it kept a very serious, still, like, uplifting tone with Tanjiro. But, like, it wasn't, like, goofy. <laughs> and then you added in, the like, the main side characters, Inosuke and Zetsu. And for as much as I like even in- Inosuke, they add a certain goof to the show. That I think is very, especially Zetsu, like, specifically. Because he, he's mainly used for quote-unquote comedic relief. <laughs> quote-unquote comedy. <laughs> wow. Um, and, like, I don't know. Like, it's a very odd thing how it kind of 
changes the tone of the show a little bit when they get added. Yeah, it does. Um, which, I mean, like, it does change the show, like, the tone of the whole thing, but, like, it does I wouldn't say it messes it up. Yeah, I, I'm way. not sure if it's for it's the better or yeah. for the worst. It's just, like... Different. It's different, yeah. It changes quite a bit, because I really thought when I first watched through that it was going to be a very... Like, self-serious, not in a bad way self-serious, but self-serious, like, drama, action, horror show. Which I would have been totally fine with. <laughs> Same. And then, like... <laughs> like, the first few episodes, I was like, oh, this is about to be so dope. <laughs> and then, like, they added in those characters. And, like, I think the biggest example of that is, like, in a lot of anime, especially, like, comedy anime, they'll do a lot of after bits. They'll flash these little, like, cards <laughs> across the screen just to kind of, like, cut from one thing to the next. And the biggest example of what I'm talking about in this show is, like, they added those cards, like, some of those cards in on the episodes that get goofy enough. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so weird. And, <laughs> and I think they do a good job balancing the tone, but it's still kind of jarring to watch them go from, like, ooh, goofy, goof, 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 to murdered 15 children with their corpses lying all around and blood stained everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think I finally decided... I think if I were to rewatch the show, I would probably I would probably either skip um, episode eleven, which was the episode the, I was yeah mentioning. the one you mentioned uh, where they first introduce uh, what's his face, or um, where is it? Uh, yes, episode twenty one. <laughs> oh yeah, twenty one. Is that the one? Is that specifically like while they're still in the woods, like wrapping everything up with no, the no, no. Shira, or are they back this all, is, all this the way is to the, the mansion by then? This is the mansion, like when they first introduced yeah. the twelve people. See, and, see, like, and that's interesting, um, because like when they first did that, and I even mentioned to Robbie, I was like, oh boy, here it comes. Here's <laughs> the part where they spend like two whole episodes debating of whether they're not they're gonna let Nesco live, even though you know they're gonna let this go <laughs> exactly <live>. yeah <laughs> um but it, it actually wasn't as bad on like a rewatch no it wasn't it wasn't dreadful it's just like one of the weaker episodes yeah. like it's it's a fine episode i guess but it's, it, it's pretty boring in comparison yeah, to the it's kind of boring show. it doesn't add much besides introducing all of the new main like like the new characters that they add exactly and then like it doesn't it like by the next episode they actually do stuff like you get the one guy comes in and he stabs nesco at the end the end of that episode i was about to say even it, it kind of that what what i'm describing kind of leaks into 22 as well it, like they they resolve that whole thing in episode 23 i actually but... liked the scene um like like with like them testing nesco i thought that was a fun yeah scene. no no is that was phenomenal editing as well no and and like i, I really liked the cinematography <laughs> in that scene too there's this shot um where it almost looks like a uh, a fisheye lens, even though obviously it's not. It's, it's an animated a, show, but it, wow. but it's it's made to look like a fisheye lens. It's an anthropomorphic lens with yes. um like the guy's arm bleeding there and like Nesco like standing there all dramatically. Dramatically. <laughs> and I, I don't know that that shot really stood out to me. But there's a lot of really cool uses of like quote unquote camera, like different camera techniques in the show yeah no like i said the cinematography in it uh like the composition is almost always like really fantastic so which is actually really refreshing because like i've been watching hunter x hunter recently and for as much as i like <laughs> hunter x hunter that show is very not 
like it doesn't change <laughs> at all like really like visually throughout the entire extent of the show it changes from like bright to dark to bright <laughs> to dark and that's the only change of like the looks of the entire show and they never do anything interesting with the camera <laughs> so like watching something especially and i've always loved animated stuff using like dynamic cameras and everything watching something like that use that was yeah. very nice especially in 2d because like you know you get stuff like that occasionally in 3d animation like in cloudy with a chance of meatballs but <laughs> <laughs> hey don't don't question until you know what i'm talking about with that handheld tracking shot through the house oh <laughs> it's, it's one what, shot it's like, one of my favorite shots in the whole movie one shot <laughs> one perfect shot remy sure <laughs> why not <laughs> But yeah, no, I just, I, I think the show, like, throughout the uh, entire, like, extent of the show never gets, like, visually dry. Um, uh, I would argue around uh, episodes 9 and 10, where they're fighting the two uh, demons, that, that honestly, we mentioned that the big tonal shift uh, comes in at, like, uh, episode 11, um, I was actually worried that like it was going to fall into what I've seen of Hunter x Hunter, where it just all feels like really dramatic uh, fights where people are just like bleeding on the ground every like yeah. every five seconds. Like, and and that is one of like the biggest problems with Hunter x Hunter, and I and I was also worried about like this, like almost every fight becomes the same thing where it's all uh -huh. like very like oh no i can't possibly win. injured oh no <laughs> this thing happens oh no how are they gonna do it and, and then, then they do it and then they do it <laughs> yeah. and like i like i said no offense to hunter x hunter it is it is still my favorite anime hunter x hunter though i would call demon slayer better um <laughs> like they they kind of got out of that and i think a lot of that is like the way they do the animation of the fights is so freaking visually interesting yeah they always use such like incredible colors and really interesting animation with like very thick lines which i really like like a lot of times in anime they'll keep very thin lines for everything to kind of give it almost like a more realistic quote-unquote look but when they do any of like their specific forms and everything they give everything like very thick lines very poppy colors it is nice yeah. and it really gives a cool contrast to especially when they're fighting like on the mountain when they're just like in a plain gray dark forest yeah and then like when they fight yuri or, or not yuri uh ruri yeah Ruri. Ruri? I don't know what Ruri. I don't know who you're talking about, Mike. Is that I is this his name, right? Wait, which episode? What are you talking about? On the mountain? Yeah, um it the main twelve whatever oh, you call them. Oh, um Rui. Yes, yes. It's yeah. <laughs> Yuri. I said Yuri first. Okay. Close <laughs> close. But uh yeah, when they fight him, like I love the animation of his power once he goes like full on with it. Um and I honestly don't know how they animated that to get it to look like that. Um but like again, episode nineteen. Episode nineteen. That episode like it pops so much visually. And I feel like if this show was like visually uninteresting it would honestly kill some of the energy the show has going for it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But, like, I've, I feel like I mentioned this before. The the main drive that they give to the main character feels so personal to you, even from, like, 
the first episode. Like they do a fantastic job of getting you invested in the show from uh, like the start. I, I feel like it, this show could probably be lacking in a few technical aspects and people would still really like it. Yeah, no, it's definitely the kind of show that would get like, I mean, obviously it has, but like the kind of show that would is a very like show that like would hook just about anybody in. Um, it does a really good job of getting you emotionally invested in Tanjiro and Nesco, mm-hmm. and even in some of like the side characters as it goes on. And it does it. It does it in a pretty interesting way. It uses flashbacks very sparingly, um, to an extent. Because anime is very notorious for um, flashing back to, like, everything. (laughs) Like, every five seconds, a character will say something, and it will flash back to what they're talking about. They'll look down and see, like, a dime on the ground and, like, flash back to, like, two times in their childhood where someone gave them a dime or something. (laughs) Yeah, so, like, that's a very, like, typical anime thing. And while they obviously, like, they still use flashbacks in this quite a bit, I think they they use like their timing and specific length of use of flashbacks is really well. Oh no, done. yeah, I was about to say this is some of the best uses of flashback I've seen like in any piece of media cuz it's always to add emotional context to something and never just like technical context. Like, like yeah, a lot of a lot of shows, Hunter x Hunter, My Hero Academia, even like Naruto um, they use flashbacks a lot of times to explain like specific technical things, exactly. like how somebody did something, and they'll explain like every detail of the like, fight. Just like who cares? And that's cool from one aspect for people who are like longtime watchers <laughs> of the show and like to watch like fights be picked apart. Uh-huh. But for people just like coming in and even like sometimes just like watching the show in general it can get very tiresome to like not just like have a fight but like every time you have a fight it stops and is like what how did they do that well let's explain with five flashbacks and an infographic (laughs) exactly um but yeah no demon slayer always uses uh flashbacks to punctuate an emotional like uh turning point yeah and whether it's for like the main like demon bad guy they fight where he has his whole flashback sequence like uh during the lull in the fight and after like the fight is over (laughs) um and also you have like nesco's uh big flashback sequence near the end of the show yeah which is really good (laughs) and like it's interesting too like because they give almost every main demon they fight like a emotional flashback mm-hmm. and you know it's all for like the narrative purpose of like you know getting you on Tanjiro's side exactly, when yeah. it comes to demons um but i think that's part of what makes um what was it like 2021 i think like somewhere in there so yeah. annoying almost to watch because the entire show has been spending all of its time up to that point trying to oh, get you yes, yes, yes. to be aware of Tanjiro's side of things. Like, that, demons are pretty much always in the show, like, they're, they're sympathetic creatures. I was about to say, they demons, always demons tra- are presented in a more tragic light yeah. than a scary light. Usually, like, all of the main demons had horrible lives as humans and now even worse lives as demons. Yeah, that... I, I will say that that's probably the biggest reason, which I mean is a testament to the writing of the show. Like they get you that much on his side, 
um that episode 21 just feels kind of pointless yeah like like from from the viewer's standpoint there is no way that tanjiro <laughs> could be wrong exactly yeah <laughs> and all of these uh like kashira who are like supposed to be like the big main 12 <laughs> most powerful swordsmen like ever they're like hmm he must be insane he must be insane <laughs> and like people are like she she's never eaten anybody ever and they're like hmm, hmm. i doubt it i don't think so <laughs> and like one of the like a former hashira and like current hashira are like no no he's telling the truth and all of them are like i doubt it <laughs> and you're like oh my he's, god he's been driven insane too <laughs> you're like what the heck so that's what really makes those episodes so tiresome really to get through yeah um well like oh i think the new characters they introduce are still like interesting it's just like oh my gosh we know that tanjiro is right we know they're going to let them through <laughs> yeah um but no yeah i think it is a good testament to their use of flashbacks and the writing of the show in general of how like invested you get in tanjiro's point of view to the point where like there's no way you <laughs> could really think he's wrong yeah <laughs> um it's good stuff yeah no and i also like how like slowly they kind of progressed with like getting you invested in the demon side of things because at the beginning of the show every demon like uh, he came up against was like so crazy that they wouldn't even talk to him <laughs> yeah and like throughout the, the final selection and the first couple demons and everything that he faced they were all like just like no reason just like bah. um but uh like they well i mean the first big demon in the selection is really the big like I, I think that's the first time we get a demon with like a backstory. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's still even rather short. And yeah. they kind of wrap that up and give like what's his face? Uh I don't remember how to say his name. The senseis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh his like little character arc thing complete <laughs> with uh the children and yeah, everything. Yeah. And and that's really cool. Like I I like how self-contained they keep their little arcs in the show. Yeah, no, it's really it's a really smartly like tight paced uh, show when it comes to the different arcs they have. But like as time goes on, you get less and less of like the demons who are like, ha ha, I will kill everybody, and ha 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 ha, I'm amazing, eat you, uh, and more like you know like you get like slowly as it goes on he talks to more of them they start to reason with him more he sees more tragic backstory and then just then they introduce um uh, the main demon bad guy and the doctor in like the same episode mm -hmm. and i think that's great like i think that was really well timed and really good like split off for the show oh definitely to show you like the worst of the worst and best case scenario of how demons could be <laughs> um and no, I just think, like, the overall progression of the story is really well-paced. Like, save for, of course, like, a couple episodes here and there, like, individually can be like, wow, that's kind of filler-y. Yeah. But I think, like, the overarching story is really well-paced throughout the episodes. Yeah. And the main bad guy is a, a very, like, looming threat right? for the entire show. Mr. Michael Jackson. <laughs> the Michael Jackson demon. <laughs> Look look up this guy. Um Demon just name? Demon Slayer main bad guy. If you just look yeah. that up, it'll he'll pop up. 
he's Michael Jackson. <laughs> he literally just looks like Michael Jackson. I, oh. I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting, like, like how much, because like you said, he's a very looming threat. They really integrated him into, like, every bit of the threat. Like, he is the first demon, and he has his effect over every other demon. I was about to say, once face. you get to, like, uh, episodes six and seven, where he first takes on, like, uh, the demon in the swamp thing or whatever it is <laughs> the bog the bog yes <laughs> um once once you see how fearful even like a demon who was a, a, like pretty powerful um is like terrified of him like the moment he mentions yeah. like his name he's like oh my gosh yeah i was about to say it, it does a good job and then like immediately next episode we see just how uh, how big of a threat he is and like to everyone <laughs> and like then like with that even like giving him like a wife and a daughter mm -hmm. like that uh, the shock and the twist with Tanjiro and everything he's like <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know I just think like the bad guy for as little as he is in this because he's really not he doesn't have a lot of screen time mm -mm. they do a really good job of making him kind of one of those like mastermind big threats that you'll get to eventually in the show but it'll definitely take a while but like he's always a big threat Mm -hmm. And and even like even when they use like him as a threat against one of the demons they're fighting, it still just goes even more to show how much of a hold he has over everybody. I was about to say, I think almost every like antagonistic thing they encounter like past episode seven is like a, a result of him. Right. And like specifically uh, the one demon with uh, the little... The bouncy balls <laughs> or whatever yes uh, like the way she dies like really because you don't you don't really uh -huh. realize yeah how you're much... like you're like okay so she he sent someone after them <laughs> like when... like yeah whatever <laughs> and like you know you don't really like you don't realize how much of like a hold he specifically has over people but then like all all what's her yeah. face had to do was say his name and then like she dies like more <laughs> brutally than like almost anybody else in the show. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um <laughs> any other questions? I know there was more things I wanted to specifically yeah. talk about. Uh what do you want to talk about, Micah? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Nesco. Nesco. Heck Nesco. Yeah. Who doesn't like Nesco? I mean, I feel like you <laughs> if if the show is making you align your views on uh demons in this universe with Tanjiro, <laughs> then the show is definitely making you like Nesco. Right? I feel like you can't not like Nesco watching the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh I did actually want to mention though, because it, it's kind of weird to me. And I don't okay. know. Like I still really like Nesco as a character. But it still always feels really weird with how much they're, like, trying to show the human side of demons and everything. That, like, with keeping the muzzle on Nezco all the time, she never has any lines. I thought she... And, well, she has, like, some Like, she lines, has some but, lines, yeah. obviously. But, like, usually they're, like, in flashbacks or the one, like, dream yeah. ESP. Or whatever thing. ESP. <laughs> uh, the way she just like communicates to a uh, Tandra, like she only has a couple lines in the whole show, and that always kind of bothers me. Like I feel like she yeah. should be more of a 
I don't know, deciding force in the show. Yeah, I wish she was a bit more involved. Like, you don't you don't even see her for a lot of the episodes. Yeah, actually. she's usually just stored away in her box waiting for Tanjiro to, like, find a cure. She occasionally pops out and helps fight, but, like... Which, I mean, in the show, they, they're like, yeah, she needs to rest so she doesn't have to eat people, you know? Yeah, like, they give a good explanation for why she's never in it, but it just kind of bothers me that she's, like, the main, like, one of the main characters and, like, the main female character, and, like, she just doesn't really do anything I was about to say, she's the there show. more as, like, an emotional anchor for Tanjiro instead of, like, a another main character yeah and i'm kind of hoping uh, like as they go on they kind of make her more of like a main character i was about to say because the episodes where she's in them a lot like they rock <laughs> oh yeah she's a great character she's really fun to watch and like she's a really cool play off of like the tanjiro style character mm-hmm. um but like I just need her to, like, make more decisions and not just, like, yeah, she's, like, funny in the show and, like, like, because, like, 90% of the time she's just kind of flopping around because she has to relax all the time, shrink in this way and that, be in Tiny Nesco in a box. Bro, the, the Tiny Nesco stuff is really funny, though. Right? No, like, it's really funny and it's really, like, enduring yeah. to the characters, but I want, like, Nesco to be more of, like, yes. a... I'm hoping that, like, in the movie, um, which, I mean, did we mention the movie? Yeah, the, the whole reason we're doing this season of Demon Slayer is because the movie uh, that's a sequel to this is coming to America, like, uh, in a couple next weeks. W- next, next week. week? Next yes. week, yeah. Kind of, like, because we, yeah. we leave in yeah, like yeah. a week, so yeah, um, kind of. But, like... I'm hoping she'll be more involved, like, from this point onward, now that she is a demon slayer in right, the show. now that they actually legitimized her and exactly. she doesn't have to hide all of the time. Exactly. Like, um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping in the movie she's going to be a big active force. And that's actually one thing for me that I was thinking of while watching this show. I was like, if, if and when they ever, like, actually change her back into <laughs> a human with the way they've written her in this first season, that would be so jarring because she's not really played as a human quote unquote character. She I mean, doesn't, I wouldn't say that. Like, no, she, that far. she's like definitely like a human character, but I'm saying like, she doesn't, like I said, she hardly ever talks. She hardly ever helps with decisions. So like making her a full blown character, I don't know what she thinks or like has opinions on. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. That's true. So, like, if they just, like, made her human in one of the things, I feel like it would be very jarring it with would the be. current situation. So I'm hoping, yeah. being that that was just season one, that with the movie in season two, we kind of transition into more, like, her starting to grow more towards, like, what Dr. What's-Her-Face has, where she's essentially mm-hmm. human, but, like, also she's got some, like, demon abilities. <laughs> I was about to say, I, wanna, I want them to have, like, a dynamic, like, um, Inosuke has with him. You know, like where yeah. they're more of a duo rather than like Tanjiro and with they, Nesco in, in the yeah, box. Yeah, with Nesco in a box. <laughs> yeah. That's that's really, that's that's honestly one of my biggest, like, it's not really a problem with no, the I don't, show. No, I don't because, really think it's a problem. Because like it's season one yeah, and season like, one. they're just setting everything up. This entire show besides the first two year time jump takes place within like a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't have a problem with it in the show. I just like, that's just a really big like hope I have for the show going forward. I hope they don't leave her just as like the funny box <laughs> girl <laughs> funny box girl oh my gosh i literally almost died when she jumped out uh during the mountain part i was like <laughs> she's oh my still God. tiny yes <laughs> i swear uh yeah 
No, I really like Nesco though. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, if the if this show is making you sympathize with demons, then it's like brainwashing you to like Nesco. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um Hmm. Are there any other like big talking points you can think of? Um What's your favorite like section of the show? Because you kind of got like the opening. Um, then you have like and him then you starting have, as a demon. Slayer. Yeah, you have like that first little stretch with his first mission. I mean, I guess you could tack on like episodes. Yeah, I would. Eight, I would tack nine, that on ten. until yeah. they even get to like the mansion. Yeah, I was about to say, and then you have the mansion, which is pretty fun. Which is with the tone shift, and they add in the new characters, and then of course the mountain, uh, like fifteen through twenty, and then you got the epilogue essentially i would consider the epilogue yeah i would i would call it an epilogue um, yeah and kind of set up for the movie mm-hmm. but uh yeah i don't know i'd probably say the mountain is probably my favorite part it, it feels kind of cheap but it is yeah. kind of like the build of everything like the first section is kind of building up Tandro and Nesco. Mm-hmm. The second section is introducing the new characters and building their dynamics. And the universe, too. And the universe. Like, there's a lot of setup happening in a lot yeah. of this. And then, like, the third section with the mountain is kind of a payoff of all of these dynamics and setups mm-hmm. and an even more ex- expansion of the universe. I was about to say, like, all of the characters basically get their shining moments, like, on the in the mountain arc, if you will. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it an arc, but still. Um, the mountain section. The mountain section, yeah. And, like, they all get shining moments. It's got episode 19, which is kind of, like, the, the big culmination yeah. for Tanjiro. Uh-huh. And, like, I don't I don't think you could call it not the best of the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, I just um, wanted to bring it up. Ruri as a, like, bad guy is a really cool, like, prote- or antagonist, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of him as a character, like the whole like uh, family thing. I was like, eh, but like I wasn't crazy about it. But like it does work well in the show. Yeah, so. I don't know. I really like the way they end his like they end. His no, I really, I really like his ending. Like the, I really like that final like section. But I wasn't, I wasn't crazy. Like if I could mark like a least favorite. Uh, villain, I would probably choose him just because I'm not a huge fan of like his whole motivation or anything like that. Yeah, well, he kind of lost. Like the whole point was he kind of lost sight of his motivation. Well, yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, I didn't find him as uh, interesting as yeah. some of the other uh, villains or other, just even other characters in general in the show. Yeah, I will say one thing though. I will comment and uh, comment one thing about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like they might like be riding themselves into a bit of trouble um because like he was one of the 12 um whatever <laughs> i don't remember it's weird name. that it's weird that the demon slayer core and the main demon guy both have like their 12 go-to guys <laughs> i think i think there might only be nine for the i think there might only be nine hashira but Are i'm there? not sure i don't, remember. I don't know I, I said 12 earlier because i, get I think mixed it is up. 12 but there might be 12 i don't know but uh, I forget what the demon group is called. The 12, whatever you call them. Uh, he's one of like them. Michael Jackson's backup dancer. Yeah, Michael Jackson's backup dancer. <laughs> um, and like, I feel like they they made What's-His-Face uh, the main uh, Hashira that you actually get to see. The one who has the connection with Tanjiro. Mm-hmm. Um, they make him so powerful. They really do. He kills He kills this guy in one second. He shows up boom he's dead boom like and and i know like 
I, I know they even do an episode later, like with main bad guy man calling all of his lower ranks really weak and then killing half mm-hmm. of them. Actually, pretty much all, all of them, them. <laughs> but one. <laughs> uh, but like still, it feels kind of weird that these are like part of the theoretical 12 and he's just like, whoop. <laughs> well, I mean, Tanjiro couldn't beat him. Well, yeah, Tanjiro couldn't beat him, but still, it's kind of weird that like he comes in and like deflects his most powerful attack with like standing still and then just slices off his head with no effort yeah i mean it it's interesting to bring up that like yes he does kind of like encounter some of the most powerful like creatures in the entire universe uh within the first season <laughs> right and i mean like obviously there's going to be a whole connection with uh his dad and whatever mm-hmm. and the earrings and everything um and you know like the one character was like hmm you've encountered all these people and we haven't even done that in like 20 years it must be destiny <laughs> must be and that's kind of how they say that they're like yeah he's got his father had connections and now he's got connection. But yeah, I wouldn't be worried about. I, I honestly, because they they show how much more powerful like every other like more experienced demon slayer is. I'm not worried about like the power balance being off for the people he fights or anything like that. Yeah, it's just interesting. They've done like, a pretty good job. Like of a lot of a lot it. of shows will get like that. They'll make their enemies so hard that then like the main characters will have to like get insanely powerful <laughs> and then like any other enemy seems kind of pointless (laughs) except for the one that they're going for specifically (laughs) and then once they beat that the only thing the showrunners can really do is create a more powerful powerful. (laughs) and it kind of gets like this whole like power vacuum kind of thing where you just keep on expanding and filling it up and then get getting bigger and then filling it up and getting bigger yeah um but yeah it's just a thought that i had while watching i mean i feel like a lot of anime uh, shows can probably fall into that yeah i feel like a lot of shows are very much like a lot of popular anime shows especially are very much in the concept of this kind of thing when they're in like this way like a my hero academia hunter x hunter like there is a villain that they have to defeat kind of thing <laughs> that they do a very like very often fall into the wow i'm so weak against this person better get super powerful <laughs> get better, super powerful get defeats super... the person wow i'm super weak against this, <laughs> against person. this person better get super powerful <laughs> even like naruto does it like i feel like almost every naruto. anime i've seen anyway that has a very like fighter style anime like it's based off of action mm-hmm. usually falls into that kind of thing i know there's like a word for animes like that but i don't remember what it is it's something japanese <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that the phrase would be something Japanese? (laughs) But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't have too much more to add. I feel like I've talked about, like, the main points I wanted to talk about. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I mean, I don't really have any other big criticisms of the show. Like, it's a a solid show, I will say. Um, I would call it a solid four-star show, but somebody here gave it three and a half. I gave it three and a half. Explain. There you go. That's my question. Explain your three and a half. (laughs) Explain. I gave it a seven out of ten instead of an eight out of ten. Explain why. Um, I don't know. I just feel like... I, I'm honestly it's so close to being a four but I just don't know I just I know that the show could be better than it is um but I don't know like it just there seemed to be something holding it back 
like yes it's a very solid first season but i feel like anything beyond this where they don't have to worry about the setup and everything could be a lot better you know yeah but it could be a lot worse yes that is also true and i mean i'm honestly after discussing it uh I'm tempted to bump it up to a four. Like I, I really, I really don't think there's a difference in our opinions, Micah. Yeah, well, I just think there's a difference in our like overall star rating standards. Yeah, there is. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It just bothers me that you didn't give it a four. Yeah, I might bump it up to a four. I don't know. But yeah, that actually brings up an interesting thing, though, because I would say that the show does put itself right at a turning point in the show. Yeah, I was They're about done to say, setting up stuff. It could, it could either go really, really good or really, really bad. And I think that's interesting that really they made fast. it a movie. And I honestly think it's kind of a genius move to go make a movie be directly after the turning point of the show. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, you can do different things with the movie. And I feel like you can have a very self-contained story that will kind of transition you into the, hey, we're now going with this <laughs> yeah, instead of setting everything up. They could introduce, like, a whole new uh, tone or something with the movie. Um, and have that be the standard for which, the rest of the Interesting show. fact about the movie. I know we're going to do it um, <laughs> maybe next week, Probably maybe the next week after. Hopefully next week. That would be We ideal. might have to do it. We might have to do it the week after because of um scheduling like I don't think yeah. we'll be able to cuz what is next week? <laughs> I don't know. We could talk about this yeah, later. Anyway, <laughs> like um but the movie is actually the highest grossing movie of all time in Japan now, passing even like Spirited Away, <laughs> which is crazy, which is kind of crazy. But it's also like it shows like it goes to show like what a genius move it was to make a movie after this. Yeah. Um, especially in Japan, obviously, because they're like anime is a much bigger part of the culture in Japan than it is here. Uh, hence why the two top highest grossing movies of all time are Our both anime. anime. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, it's such a crazy, like, I don't know. I thought it was a weird idea, but after watching the show and thinking about the show and watching it again, it seems like such a, like, a genius move No, to it, was, me. it was a pretty brilliant move, actually. <laughs> and Especially financially. <laughs> I'm, like, like, it did really well. I'm hoping it's good. It's got, like, a 3.9 average on Letterboxd, but, again, most people who have watched it on Letterboxd are, like, anime stands. Like, I was about to say, like, super fans of, like, the show, so... Of course, they're probably going to like it. Yeah, so I'm interested to see once it gets its American release, A, if, like, anybody's going to go watch it, <laughs> and B, if, uh, like, like if it'll be any good. I really hope it's it, good. Because it could be really good, or it could be really bad. Just, I, I have a feeling, I have this sinking feeling that it's just going to be, like, kind of mediocre, like, just, like, one of the worst, like, one of the uh, weaker episodes of the show is. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling that way, too. But, like... It, you know, even I'm holding so, out my hopes. even so, maybe it'll maybe it'll have like a higher animation budget and they can do some cool stuff with it or something. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. And one to two weeks. Do, 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 do. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and go into our closing thoughts. Yeah. All right. Closing thoughts. Wrapping up our thoughts. In a nice little bow. In a nice little wooden box, if Ooh. you will. <laughs> <laughs> I love how weird it is just uh, just thinking of like Nesco in the box so <laughs> during some of the fights especially. I know, right? Like I'm like <laughs> is she Nesco. is she rattling around in there? Like what's happening? And you give her a cushion or something. <laughs> it's like a padded it's like a padded box. But anyway, uh let's 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 close the thoughts. Get like a jewelry pillow on the bottom. 
I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start. That opens up the question, Robbie, how small can she shrink? I know, right? Maybe, maybe they'll explore that in the movie. Micah. Maybe, maybe she'll, maybe she'll become Ant-Man. <laughs> I honestly don't think she can shrink outside no, prob- of, like, not. human lifespan, like, size because she only goes adult and she only goes child yeah like biggest smallest yes uh but anyway closing thoughts closing thoughts um i think demon slayer is a really fun show that i'll hopefully come back to a lot um i've already watched it twice within like two months and you know i didn't i didn't get tired of it at all um i'm really excited for new stuff to come with it and it could be like it's it's right at a turning point. I think it was a great setup for what could be like a really honestly like probably one of my favorite shows ever if mm-hmm. if they like stick the landing yeah. of the kickoff of the show. And I'm really excited to see what happens. It's a really beautiful show animation wise. I really like the characters. It's really... I would say story wise too. <laughs> 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 and um yeah, no, I'm, I'm mostly just, like, excited when I think about the show. Like, I, I'm excited to see what comes next. I'm excited to watch it again. Um, I really like the characters. And, yes, I did order, it, or not order, I added it to my list <laughs> to get a, an Inosuke mask. <laughs> I'll wake up one morning, he'll just be wearing it. I'll just be standing over you, just wearing it. He's gonna, he's gonna yell coming through every time he runs down a hallway. Right. <laughs> gonna make metaphors about the springboards of life. Exactly. <laughs> the springboard catapulting him to greatness. Yes. Uh, dude, he steps on the child. <laughs> Tanjiro's like, what? And he's like, what? what? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that's yeah. My closing good, thoughts. Good show. Good show. <laughs> I, I believe in my review on Letterbox, I said solid, sh- uh, solid stuff. <laughs> solid stuff. And it, I, I still stand by. <laughs> it is indeed a solid show. Um, but like Micah said, a lot of the value of this season kind of hinges on whether or not the narrative will resolve in a nice way in later yeah. stuff. <laughs> very much resolved um, like it revolves around the rest of the show yeah i was about good. to say which i mean is good that's a good thing if they do it well <laughs> um but like i said really the big standout moments here are like just the character moments that they've written are super effective and super investing uh, uh to me personally anyway um episode 19 so good (laughs) episode 17 is really good too like both of those are i would almost put them on the same level they got breathtaking animation and really good uses of flashbacks in both of them yeah and really good uh like character yeah no moment like like a payoff i should say not to mention i'm glad to see uh and not as sexist anime on the whole <laughs> yeah quite nice to see um but i mean it was made in 2019 so i would hope it's not as sexist as a lot of the other anime um, uh that's why that's why the best animes are just all guys remy wow <laughs> you, they, they don't have they're not sex <laughs> yeah i was about to say that that is honestly one of my favorite aspects of this like if i'm just speaking to it in the context of anime shows i feel like that's like that's worse though 
I was about to say one oh, guys. Of, oh yeah, no, that <laughs> I, I do not uh, agree with that. <laughs> no, that was a that was a okay, that was okay. definitely a joke. Okay, because I, I was about to say, like I said, I, I I fully agree with you that this is one of like, it's an anime that actually has good female characters. I was about to say, um, that's honestly one of the biggest reasons I don't like a lot of the uh, other anime I've seen is they just are really sexist. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like. <laughs> And it's a very cultural thing. Yeah, but it like, is. Still, it's not something that I like. I was about Usually, to say, anime is very sexist. It and, just it very me. sexualizes its female characters. Yeah. And I'm I was like, just, I was just glad to have a cast of like male and female characters where no one is really overly sexualized at all. It's very nice. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's very nice. Um. But yeah, no, I I really enjoy the show. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what the movie brings, because, uh, like, what a movie? <laughs> like, I'm so used to seeing this in show form. I, I don't know what's going to happen. A, a movie. A movie. They're making a movie. Although, honestly, I said this while we were watching it, uh, they could have just taken, like, the mountain section and made a movie out of it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, obviously they couldn't for, like, reasons. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I really enjoy it. I may not have given it the eight that Micah wanted me to give it, <laughs> but, uh, like, it's really good. Uh, especially, I, I didn't even mention, really, the final, like, training stuff. That has some of the, some of my favorite character moments are in, like, the last few episodes no, of the yeah, show. Yeah, like, the last few episodes are really fun. It's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that is one thing I forgot to mention, though, <laughs> was just that, like, overall, and like I said, I've tried to dip my, my toes into the anime pool as much as possible. <laughs> while avoiding certain things in the anime pool. <laughs> and it is very hard to find shows that aren't, like, very sexist, especially, like, older anime. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, and obviously there are some good examples, and a lot of a lot of anime isn't, like, terrible, terrible, but it is nice because this one really doesn't have hardly anything in yes. it. Besides, like, again, I, me finding... I don't know, I find it a bit weird. And that's the main reason I mentioned Nesco not speaking at all. Because mm -hmm. I feel like, again, like it makes me nervous for the fact that they'll treat her not as, like, a normal character. Um, but, I mean, like I said, it makes sense in the context yeah. of this. But, like, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping going forward she'll be a bigger part of the dynamic. But, yeah, I like the not super over-sexualized characters, the, like, the non sexist n nature of the way they have all of their yeah, female writing, and male yeah. characters they are all put on pretty darn equal yeah no i i uh, just i was just bringing that up as like a reason that i like this show over no most i think of the i think it's a, i think it's a really good like thing to bring up because yeah. that's like that is a and it's not talked about a lot especially among anime like watchers <laughs> because it's just kind of a part of the culture of anime that they like most people choose to try to ignore because it is so deep into a lot of the anime culture just like and... real sexism <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people who watch a lot of people who watch anime try to not bring it up and they try to just like yeah yeah oh yeah i mean that kind of sucks but... <laughs> which again isn't a great mindset to look no. at it with but it is very nice to see a newer anime not have pretty much any of like a problems that a lot of anime will fall into <laughs> yeah no, I just wanted to bring it up. That's all. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoy the show. Um, it's got, like I said, two really standout episodes for me um, that you should definitely go watch. Just those two. <laughs> just those two. Episodes. Have no context. No context. They'll be like, oh, uh, wow. That was kind of weird, I guess. But yeah, uh, 
Yeah. The show, for, for if you're going to watch it, the show is very, very bloody and gory. That's yeah, why it's if, TV mature. It's if, not TV mature for anything else. But uh, If you're old enough to watch Demon Slayer, I would highly recommend you go watch it. It's a, it's a good time. You can watch it on Netflix. Indeed. You can watch it on Hulu. Indeed. And if you go to Crunchyroll.com, <laughs> you can watch it for free with ads. Um, I mean, like, I have a link down in the description on where uh, a fully updated database of where you can watch it no matter when you click on it. So, yeah, but like if you get if you get like this is a cool little hack I've found. It's not really a hack. It's just how it is. If you go if you go on computer or phone or tablet or whatever and go to Crunchyroll.com, you can watch pretty much anything they have for free with ads. And if you download the app on your mobile device, you can sign in and watch stuff free with ads. Yeah. Which which I have done, which is very nice. Yeah, there's uh, there's almost no reason for you to not watch Demon Slayer unless you're a little squeamish around blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean there's there's some mild profanity in there, but like it, it would it would really be like much. it would be like probably a TV like a light TV fourteen even. Yeah, very light. If they cut out the gore. <laughs> yeah, if there was if it obviously wasn't filled to the brim with gore. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. Very uh, good show. Very good show. Let's go ahead and wrap this up with our uh, What We Watched segment. Hopefully we it'll be pretty short yeah, this week. Yeah, it'll be pretty short. <laughs> so for some context for maybe a first-time <laughs> listener, the What We Watched section is just a section where we go over what we've watched since our last uh, like podcast episode. What, what a wild what concept. We've, what we've logged on Letterboxd. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Letterboxd is a movie review and like... It's a social, social review platform site. kind of thing. It's like IMDb, um, but you can like follow people and like their reviews and, and stuff and log comment. Yeah. movies, yeah. which is where we got the name recently logged from. <laughs> what? Uh, so we're going all the way back to the fourth, which is when we watched Shrek 2. Banger of a movie. And going on <laughs> to the 11th. Heck yeah. Uh... We both watched the same thing on uh, the 6th. Yeah, we watched Paper which, I mean, House. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, for Real those of bad. you who don't know what Paper House is, it is an 80s movie, an 80s thriller horror movie Kirby. kind of thing. Starts with a P. Trash. <laughs> Trash. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a drama fantasy horror is what it's listed as. Um, it's not very good on the whole, I would say. It just... Uh, I wouldn't even bother checking it out, honestly. No, I would. I wouldn't suggest it to like anyone. Uh, I gave it two stars. I gave it a one and a half. Oh yeah, I'm rating stuff again. Oh yeah, he started. I, I feel rating like stuff I feel again. like I said that last episode. Yeah, I did. But uh, yeah, it's quite something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, Paper House, pretty trash. Uh, really weird. Wouldn't suggest. <laughs> would not recommend. Um, I watched a few things without Micah, so I guess I'll just mention those real quick. I watched uh, Night in Fog, which is a 50s, like mid-50s documentary that takes place, well, I mean, it was filmed uh, 10 years after, like, the concentration camps for World War II had been disbanded, Um, and it's about the concentration camps. Very, like, very uh, essential viewing, I would say, for, for just about anyone. Especially if you're curious, uh, like, about World War II history or anything like that. 
Yes. Um, very good. Content warning on that. Yes. It is oh, about extreme, the... Extreme content is, uh, warning. There is, it's about concentration camps. Like, if you don't know what happened at concentration camps, uh, do some research. Yes. Do not just turn this on thinking it's going to be... Oh, yes. No, it, it's a very, <laughs> very taxing watch, I would say. But, what like, one of the, like, most mentionable Good to things. watch, but extreme content warning. I, I think everyone should see it uh, once they're old enough to see it, that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after that, I watched uh, Taurus, or Terrace, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Uh, it's a 30s uh, movie about an Olympic swimmer, or it's a short film, rather. Uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> some pretty snappy editing, not to mention some very unique uh, frame, like they messed with the frame rate and reversal of footage, that sort of thing, a lot, in a very effective way. Um, and then I watched another, like my fourth Scorsese film, uh, it's not just you, Murray, for the first time. Murray. I love how I pronounce it, Murray. <laughs> okay. Um, Murray. This is probably my least favorite uh, Scorsese film I've seen so far. Maybe you, you want another joke? You want another joke? Murray. Murray. Yeah. Um, no, I, th- I think we've had enough of your jokes. Um, I mean, it, it has the same charm that a lot of his other short films I've seen have, um, but it, it wasn't quite as good as some of the other ones. Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Uh, and then I watched another another film on the Criterion channel, Micah. All of these have been Criterion Jacques channel. Tati. Uh, I watched Traffic, my third Jacques Tati movie. Yes, third. Um, and I really liked it. it ha- he has such a great grasp on how to build an atmosphere, man. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's by reusing the same three songs. I very much recommend Traffic. Yeah, I gave it four. Uh, four stars. Uh, then on the seventh, the seventh, uh, we watched B movie. B movie, uh, which was a great choice. It was a good. It was a good uh, life choice. Uh, B movie is amazing, and there's nothing holding it back from being a four star movie. I think there's something holding it back, but not much because I gave it three and a half. <laughs> very very good. Yeah, uh, unironically good. What actually. was I working on? It's pretty funny movie. That? I was working on my video, I guess. Yeah, you were. Because then I was about to say because we turned on a, I turned on a bunch <laughs> of movies that I didn't really have to watch watch because yeah. next to that very same day we watched big hero six oh, big hero six uh, you know it's it's fine <laughs> yeah it's a it's a perfectly fine movie it's not great i hadn't seen it in like a couple years it's got so some iconic I wanted to rewatch some it. iconic characters like yeah. a really good group it's, of characters yeah it's the best and thing it. is its characters <laughs> yeah. and then it doesn't really have too much yeah it doesn't have too much too much else uh, going for i give it three stars uh, yeah i also gave it three stars. And then later that very same day we watched the meg the for meg. the first time yeah, um, 2018, baby. It was. Uh, I, I will agree with. I think it was. I think it was Houston's review. Um, yeah, it's probably. Just, it's just bad enough that it's not fun to watch, but not bad enough. <laughs> not bad that enough. It's like so bad that it's you good. derive ironic enjoyment from it, kind of thing. Like it's yeah. just so mediocre, it's just kind of boring <laughs> that it becomes really boring. And like there are some fun moments in it. But, like, it didn't even get what I was hoping. Like, what I wanted from the trailers was giant shark eating bunches of people, like, at a beach or something. <laughs> and, like, we didn't have any, like, yeah, there's fun not... giant shark. Like, having a giant shark that looks that good, like, as good as the technology allows them to have these days, is really cool. Yeah. And then they do nothing the, with the Yeah, shark. It's, it's actually pretty boring. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's... I, I feel like, I, what did I say? I said, big surprise, it's a perfectly mediocre movie. I gave it two stars. I gave it a two and a half. 
then on the 8th, we rewatched Kung Fu Panda 2, one Heck of my yeah, favorite did. of the trilogy. I hadn't seen it since uh, we watched it in theaters, <laughs> which that was a little bit ago uh, yeah, now. About like 10 years. Just a decade ago. Uh... <laughs> um, no, nah, Kung Fu Panda 2 is so good, though. Um, I'm still so torn on whether or not I prefer one or two. No, they're both they're, so they're, I, I put them on equal level. I give them both four and a half stars. I yeah. think they're some of the best like animated, especially sequel uh, stuff that's ever been made. Yeah, no, this, this is a fantastic sequel to the first uh, Kung Fu Panda movie. Like really great actually expands the themes expands the universe it's a lot it's a lot uh more mature than the first one too yeah and it, yeah i was about to say it's a lot more serious yeah even with poe mm-hmm. and yeah no it's got a great villain go too. watch kung fu panda 2 <laughs> also it's female directed so heck yeah it is <laughs> i put it i put it on a list of like my favorite female directed movies well there you go uh next we watched ferris bueller's day off bueller um, which we watched with Haley. Heck yeah, we Which did. Which was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, Ferris I mean, Ferris always, Bueller's Day Off is always a fun movie. It's just such a, it's such a good movie. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I gave it five stars. I think it's a five star movie. Micah, you're, you're a teenager. You're, you have to like Ferris Bueller's It's true. Day I don't know what to tell it's you. The I'm, law. I'm contractually obligated to like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> um, I gave it a four and a half. I do have some problems with it at times, but we could probably do a whole episode on Ferris no, Bueller's would be, Day Off. it would off. actually yeah. be a good thing to do an episode on. Yes. Uh, I'm surprised we haven't yet, actually. Right. Then uh, on the 10th, <laughs> I think this is where I split off. I watched, yeah, you set, watched like, a, a bunch things. of stuff yeah. about you. Yeah. Uh, I watched The Yin Yang Master, um, which is a Chinese Netflix original movie. I watched the earlier Yin Yang Master movie that was also on Netflix. I feel like uh, you mentioned it last week. Yeah, yeah. they're not connected, but like, <laughs> the, like they're the same characters i think they're the same actors. maybe they're based they're off like, with like the same no thing. they're yeah they're based off of the same thing i don't okay. know what the source material is i think it's probably like a book or something mm-hmm. but um it's, it it's looks like much a book. <laughs> much different uh tonally from the other one the other one was a lot better this one felt more like it was trying to be a modern blockbuster than the other one. Big mistake. And it was, like, really not very good. There was a ton of weird CGI creatures. It had the whole typical guy gets thrown into an arena with, like, big CGI monster, beats the monster, and then becomes friends with said monster, and they break out together. When will when will people learn that only Tom Cruise can make good action blockbusters? <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't very good. It was really boring, and it was longer than the first one, I think. Uh, so yeah i gave it two and a half because like the filmmaking (laughs) overall was relatively solid it was just like the writing was terrible oh i see um then uh did you watch on the 10th anything (laughs) uh no (laughs) okay so on the 11th i watched z-o-m-b-i-e-s or zombies uh disney channel original movie disney channel original the movie about singing cheerleading and and races segregation (laughs) honestly probably one of the worst things i've ever seen from disney channel and like like the way they they did race stuff wasn't atrocious but like it was honestly some of the worst music I've ever heard. From when you a told Disney me that that's what it was music. about, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I thought it was just gonna be like a fun little like 
uh, zombie movie satire. No, that was a go, musical. If you go on Letterboxd, the first review has some of the uh, <laughs> the best quotes from the movie. <laughs> it has it has kinda, kinda zombies funniest moments. <laughs> kind of gives you a feel for what the movie is. But like honestly, the most disappointing <laughs> thing is because Disney Channel movies like this are never very good. But the most disappointing <laughs> thing was like the songs were actively terrible. Oof. Like w- the movie would have been better if they removed the yes, songs. Yes, the movie would have been Oof. better if they would have cut out the that songs. Sucks. <laughs> like these songs were really, really bad. Uh, but I gave it one star. Nice. Uh, I'll let you do that because technically <laughs> okay. you did watch it before. Okay. Um, <laughs> on the eleventh, uh, uh, we were—I don't even remember we how were, it came no, up. We were sitting around. <laughs> we were talking about watermelon. And we, oh yeah, taste. we were talking about watermelon. Yes. And then we thought about the amazing we, short film. We thought about the most cursed short film ever dis- uh, conceived by a person, I think. Uh, I'm not even sure a person made this. Uh, <laughs> just, it just crawled out of hell. Uh, and our dad hadn't seen it, so we watched it. So we watched it. It's a Watermelon, A Cautionary Tale, which you have probably seen, whether you know, whether you know it or not. Uh, in, in, probably creeps into your nightmares. In a GIF form on Twitter or something. Yeah, it's horrifying. I would not suggest go watching it unless you're curious to see the most horrifying thing you've ever seen. It's all about a boy who swallows watermelon seeds and gradually turns into a watermelon. That's what the movie, that's what it's about. Sounds innocent enough. Until it's not. <laughs> Sounds like maybe maybe it'll be cute or funny or something. But, but it's it, not any of those things. It's, it's like the most horrifying thing ever conceived, and it sucks, and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the few films I actively kind of hate. Uh, then I rewatched Ford v. Ferrari that night. Meryl, <gasps> um, Micah, you're going to be in like your 40s, and you're just going to be binging this movie on I like love, a loop. I love Ford v. Ferrari <laughs> so much. Like, I don't know what to tell you. The cars, the actors, the Christian way... Bale's phone phoning it in micah everybody's phoning it in. dude i love this movie i don't know what to tell you i don't think like i don't think he gives christian bale gives that bad of a performance i mean it's not it's not that bad but like he's not he's not doing it like he's not he's not putting a lot into this I like I don't know I get a lot like I don't know I really like this. Oh movie. no, I really like it too. My only my only big problem <laughs> like, with it is you definitely feel its length. It's it's like two and a half hours long and you feel oh, that. Oh yeah, no, it's um, it feels like an anthology series. <laughs> but man, I like just the energy that it has. The cinematography is beautiful. The lighting is great. The editing, my the God. editing is the really editing. darn good. <laughs> I really like the main cast. I think they do a good job. I think they have they good do a chemistry. Fine job. They do a fine job, dude. <laughs> I like Christian Bale and Matt Damon though. Like playing guys being dudes is really fun. I really like. I think if I didn't like racing as much as I do. I probably wouldn't enjoy Ford v. Ferrari that much. If these were ugly cars, I wouldn't like Ford v. Ferrari as much. But luckily, it's just new enough that they're nice looking cars. Like those are the good, the cool cars. And I love—I I don't know—I love movies like this where they have to like, you know, like build a car or something for like a big race. I don't know. Like I don't know what to describe what I'm talking cars about. Cars two is I've... Micah's favorite animated film. Uh, but like you know what I'm talking about. There there are other movies like this with like this kind of energy and feel. I guess. That I, I mean just, it's a biopic. That I just really love and I don't know. I love Ford V Ferrari for as much as it is not the best performances from the actors that they could have gotten and is very long. 
I still think it is. It's very such good. a dad movie, Micah. It's part of the dad movie canon. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the last thing I watched before we finished up Demon Slayer. Yeah, and we had we had been sprinkling a bit of Demon Slayer all over that week, so because it is ten hours. Yeah, I was about to say we didn't just sit down one day and just watch all of Demon Slayer, <laughs> which I mean you could conceivably do. It's only ten hours. Yeah, but I like... think you'd like melt your brain or something though. <laughs> I wonder sitting... what it would even be like watching it all at once. It'd sitting... probably be kind of draining, honestly. Yeah, no, it would be sitting down and watching like even anything. like a couple long movies <laughs> for anything over like five hours is so draining. <laughs> Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, thanks for listening this far. If you have listened to the What We Watch segment, um, right, we went pretty long this week. Uh, well, I mean, it, we had a whole show, we had 10 hours to talk about. <laughs> but uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, even though it was on something a little different. Yeah, I have a feeling a lot of our audience probably doesn't even watch that much anime. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, but here, watch, watch there this, it is. Watch this either perform really terribly or really well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, basically, we just did this in build because I didn't want to just like hop in and do the movie, but With I do want to see the related. They are. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say like it. It just made sense to do the season one of the show. Yeah. So I hope I hope you enjoyed it. If you have another show you want us to check out, like just send it to us. Yeah, and um, go go check out Demon Slayer. Yeah. Um, if you need a way to send it to us, you can either go to RobbieGrayway.com slash recently-logged. Or find us at or, recently logged yeah. on pretty much any social media. Yeah, it's media. just <laughs> at recently logged. So, um, Except yeah. for MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> Are we on LinkedIn, Micah? We're not on LinkedIn Are we on either. Snapchat, we're, we're failing. Micah? We're failing. Look at this. That's at least three social media that we do not have a presence on. We're not on Pinterest. <laughs> discord Ooh, what if we started a subreddit like a, what if we to... started r slash recently logged so it's like recently logged <laughs> there we go start a subreddit i've already. always wanted to okay so i've always wanted to start a subreddit where the something starts with r so i could do the r slash <laughs> and then the rest of the word <laughs> there you go i think that would be really funny but then start like it. all of the pages will just say recently logged Decently <laughs> which I don't I don't think that that's what we want <laughs> uh, all right but yeah we'll, we'll see week. we'll catch you guys in the next one have a good spring break maybe spring break oh yeah I don't get spring break Micah we're about to have <laughs> spring break well I mean I'm not I'm just not in school at the moment that's why well yeah <laughs> I'm about to have spring, about break. To have spring break yes but uh yeah see you guys next time